G'day, my name's Albie and welcome back to the Bailed Up Podcast. It's the 15th episode of the Bailed Up Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in for this long. We'll kick it off today with four amazing segments and we'll start with the weekly whack, followed by predictions, which I, with a very bold prediction, I must say. That will be followed by what a snag with a moment of the week, where it's a bit of a different what a snag moment, I can admit. Won't give too much away because you have to listen all the way through to see what that water snag moment is. And then the fourth and final segment for today's episode is my personal favourite, If I Could Turn Back Time, where we look at a very influential moment in history in the cricketing history of the world. So that's the schedule for today's episode of the Bow It Up podcast. If you didn't tune in last week, first of all, go tune in. It was a great episode, but I said in the podcast at the start that I started an Instagram page called at up underscore podcast. It would be great if you could go um, follow the podcast. There's lots of exclusive content coming and a lot of big news that will be on that Instagram page. So if you could go to bailed up underscore podcast on Instagram and give it a follow, that will be not only supporting me, but supporting the Bailed Up podcast. So thank you. And let's get straight into the first segment for today's episode, which is, of course, the Weekly Whack. This is the Weekly Whack. Welcome to the Weekly Whack for today's episode of the Bailed Up Podcast. Let's just get straight into it with a series of big news today in the Weekly Whack. Emma Stoney shows that age is no problem after he produced a match-winning knock in the IPL. He hit 28 not out of 13 balls with three fours and one six, including a boundary off the final ball to seal the win for Chennai Super Kings. The Mumbai Indians are still winless after seven games after their recent loss to CSK. Bit disappointing for Mumbai Indians, as they are one of the most, historically, one of the most, um, the best team in IPL history. So it's good to see Emma Stoney produce some match-winning knocks, um, and hopefully we can see Mumbai Indians bounce back after a terrible start to the IPL season. Joe Root has resigned as Test Captain for England after Ashes shellacking and 1-0 series loss to the West Indies in the West Indies. He said in an interview, it has been the most challenging decision I've had to make in my career, but having discussed this with my family and those closest to me, I know the timing is right. Many former England players such as Nasser Hussain and Michael Vaughan have stated that Ben Stokes remains the obvious candidate, but the decision has not yet been made. Some um, former players said that Stuart Broad could be candidate, although he didn't get selected for the West Indies series. He is nearing 40 years old and... Well, he's a fast bowler. We did see that Pat Cummins made the ca- um, made the captaincy work for him, but we need someone who's going to be guaranteed in a spot in the England Test team every single series, and Ben Stokes is that player. The decision has not yet been made, and in my opinion, it can't be anyone but Ben Stokes because they've got such a young lineup, and there's no one really else I could think of picking. So that's just my opinion. Moving on. Manus Labashan returns to county cricket for Glamorgan and is facing more problems from Pakistani bowler, uh, fast bowler Shaheen Sharafridi being dismissed for eight in the first innings and 23 in the second in a game against Middlesex. It was the seventh time that Manus Labashan has been dismissed by Shaheen Sharafridi. Looks like Afridi has got the upper hand on their battle between Labashan and him. So it's good to see Manus Labashain, the number one test player, 
being dismissed. Mitchell Marsh has been removed from hospital after his COVID-19 infection and will return for the Delhi Capitals in one of their next games. If you didn't know, Mitchell Marsh um, suffered some suffered some um, severe symptoms when he uh, tested positive to COVID, but is all right. He's left hospital, and hopefully we can see him in the IPL dominating for the Delhi Capitals. And speaking of the Capitals, Ricky Ponting, the head coach of Delhi, is in isolation after his family member tested positive. Hopefully we can also see him come back because he is a big part of the Delhi Capitals, and hopefully we can just see um, him being a big part of that team in the IPL. Teenage superstar and Sheffield Shield winner T Wiley will be given a full contract for Western Australia ahead of the 2022-2023 season. He made a promising 42 in his first match against Victoria and then battled in the final for 4 and 23. He looked quite confident though uh, those three innings and he looks like um a promising young star winning his Sheffield Shield title in his second game for WA. So hopefully we can see Teague Wiley um, dominate next summer in the yellow and black. Sold for two, sold for one point five three million Australian dollars. Tim David has played two of Mumbai Indians' seven games and hasn't played the rest. Former England spinner Graham Swan said they paid a lot for him. A lot of money for him, and he's just sat on the golden seat in the dugout rather than earning his keep in the middle. Mumbai Indians haven't hinted in playing him in the remainder of the tournament, which is a bit disappointing. If you didn't know, Tim David has been dominant over the last couple of years in the BBL for the Hobart Hurricanes and in the PSL, the Pakistan Super League. He is being replaced in that side and has only played two games, which is a bit stunning in my opinion. If you're going to pay, play for an overseas player to come and play cricket for eight weeks and telling them that you're going to give them $1.5 million and only going to play them for a couple of games is pretty, pretty ridiculous. So I hopefully we can see Tim David being some more games and dominate for the Mumbai Indians. Former WA wicketkeeper and Netherlands coach Ryan Campbell suffered a severe heart attack while at a playground in the UK last week. The 50-year-old was in a comatose state until a few days ago, but he's still being monitored 24-7 and is a serious but stable condition. Wishing all the best to him and his family. Hopefully we can see him out of hospital and getting the Netherlands a win. Netherlands an up-and-coming cricket nation, so hopefully we can see the WA legend uh, making them a better nation in cricket and wishing them all the best so that's all we have time for today on the weekly whack see you next week time to predict with predictions welcome to predictions for today's episode which is of course when we predict something today i've got a very bold prediction we're predicting who will win the IPL title for 2022? I'll read out the ladder for you all, the listeners. Um, we've got a very competitive ladder, except the historically the most um, successful teams in the IPL, Chennai Super Kings and Mumbai Indians, are both the bottom teams on the ladder, 9 and 10. Chennai Super Kings with one win out of six games and Mumbai Indians 
with zero wins out of six games. So they're not going too well, even though they're the best teams that have played in the IPL historically. doesn't look like they're going to come close to winning this year unless they have a massive turnaround because it's all about the start of the season that boosts how you're going to do towards the end of the season as well. So I'll read out the ladder. We have Gujarat Titans at number one with six matches, five wins and one loss. They have 10 points and they have a great net run rate. RCB is on uh, is the second on the ladder. Rajasthan Royals is third. Lucknow Super Giants is fourth. Sunrisers Hyderabad is fifth. Kolkata Knight Riders is sixth. Uh, Punjab Kings 11 is seven. Delhi Capitals is eight. And CSK and Mumbai Indians are nine and ten, like I said before. But this is where we get into the real prediction. If you think that the number one team is just going to win the tournament because they're number one. Now, if you hadn't heard, the number one team, Gujarat Titans, is this is actually their inaugural um, season in the IPL. So that's why I don't think they're going to take out the title or even get into the grand final. I reckon they're going to come really close, a really tight game for the semi-final, but they're just going to miss out. So they've got a good growing team. I reckon they might take it out next year, but we're talking about 2022. We also heard that um, at number four, we've got Lucknow Super Giants. They are also an inaugural team. So again, I don't think they're going to take out the title. They have a strong side with Kaya Rahul and Marcus Stornis included there. Uh, Kaya Rahul got 103 um, in a game a couple days ago. And their streak of wins the last couple weeks has been great. And they've got a, a great net run rate. But I don't think they're going to take out the title. I reckon number two and three... Uh, Royal, Ch- Royal Challengers Bangalore and Rajasthan Royals are going to play in the grand final against each other and it's going to be very tight. But I reckon Royal Challengers Bangalore are going to take it out on top. They have never won an IPL title. I reckon this year is going to be their year. They're second on the ladder, like I said. They've played seven games. They've won five games and only lost two. They've a huge experience under their belt with just kings of the T20 format with Virat Kohli, the IPL's leading run scorer. Glenn Maxwell, a dominant player in the white ball formats. Faf Duplessis, former South African captain. Test bowler Josh Hazelwood got fourfer the other day in a um, in a game for RCB and his T20 bowling form has been amazing. Jason Bar- Berendorf are all included in the side and they are very experienced. Jason Berendorf earlier in the year winning um, uh, the for the Perth Scorchers in the BBL down in Australia. And Glenn Maxwell had a record-breaking season also for Melbourne Stars in the BBL. He got 154 not out and another 100 in the BBL. So with that experience under your belt, I think they might win. They haven't had the greatest of seasons prior to this, but IPL 2022 is going to be Royal Challengers Bangalore's year. So that's my prediction for today. RCB will take out the title for IPL 2022. That's all we have time for today on predictions. On to the next segment. What a snag, the moment of the week. Welcome to What a Snag, which is, of course, the moment of the week on the Bailed Up podcast. Now, today, if you didn't know, the county cricket has begun. The county championship has begun in England with many international stars facing off in Division 2. Derbyshire and Sussex faced off earlier in the week, and this is where we lead into the moment of the week. Now, it's not just a personal milestone. You could say it's a personal milestone, 
but three players from both teams in this particular game brought up double hundreds. Um, former Pakistan or still Pakistan player Shan Masood, the opener for Derbyshire, got 239 of 340 balls with 24 fours and a strike rate of 70.29 in his innings in the first in his innings in the first innings. That's a lot of innings. And then in the third innings when Derbyshire caused the follow-on for Sussex. Cheteshwar Pujara got 201 not out of 387 balls with 23 fours and a strike rate of 51.94. Also, opener, um, English opener from Sussex, Tom Haynes got 243 of 491 balls with 20, 22 fours and a strike rate of 49.49. His strike rate was pretty low, but when you have a score that big, it doesn't matter. He got the highest score of the match, faced the most balls out of anyone in the match, and it was a great innings from him. Congratulations to Pajara, Haynes, and Masood for those amazing innings. Keep up the great form so we can see you on the international stage at some point in the near future. So it was a great water snag moment that I saw in the week. So congratulations to those players. And that is all we have time for today on Water Snag. Let's move on to the next segment. This is, of course, If I Could Turn Back Time, and today on If I Could Turn Back Time, I will be talking about one of the most influential innings by one person in the history of cricket, which is, of course, the highest individual score in Test cricket. And now, before we get into the total that is um, the score by one person that is held to this day, I'm going to give a bit of background history. Brian Lara, the West Indian, made 375 against England in St. John's um, in the West Indies in 1994. Before Matthew Hayden, the um, former Australian opener, briefly held the record after scoring 380 versus Zimbabwe in 2003. Before this person uh, broke the record. Once again, that is, of course, Brian Lara. He made 400 not out against England in St. John's in the West Indies in 2004. It sounds a bit familiar because he broke the record um, when he got 375 against the same opponents in the same ground in the same place. But this time he made 400 not out of 582 balls with 43 fours and four sixes. This was the second time he broke the record, which is when he broke the record, the first being when he made 375 at the same ground 10 years prior, but he demolished that in the highest individual score in Test cricket. The way he went about that innings was accustomed to his career um, all along the um, time that he played the game at the highest level. He... um. Big expansive shots that he played. He just went at the England bowlers and the respect he got after that innings was amazing. And I can't see anyone breaking that record in the future because after 18 years, it looks like he's going to hold that record for uh, many more years to come. So hopefully we can see that and I'll insert a bit of audio of him bringing up that big record. That is all for If I Could Turn Back Time. On to the outro. 
Thanks for listening to the 15th episode of the Barrel Up Podcast. Now we're nearing on the 20 episodes milestone, so remember to keep sharing the podcast with everyone you know. If this is your first time listening to the Barrel Up Podcast, go back. There's 14 episodes to listen to. It means a lot to me, and hopefully you can uh, take some enjoyment out of the work that I've done. Um, of course, please go follow my Instagram at bailed up underscore podcast. See you in a couple of weeks for episode number 16. Albie's out.